Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie. I hope everybody is having a wonderful week. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Um, week for me so far has been pretty good, not going to lie. It's been a better week than it was last week. We're moving along in this new year. Um, things in the Bravo universe are... Oh, there's a lot going on, you guys. There's a lot going on with Jenny from Salt Lake City. We got shit from with Mary going on. Um, just a lot. And then we also have just outside of our Bravo universe, we got the whole Brittany and Jamie Lynn situation going on. And unclear if I love or hate it. You know, unclear. <laughs> unclear. I just don't want, I just don't want Brittany to be handled by the media in the way that she was before. Um, definitely very mindful, I think, after that documentary um, they did at Britney Spears. Definitely way more mindful, I think, of just how she was treated and just hoping that that does not happen again, you guys. I don't want her to go down that path. I love her so, 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 so much. <sighs> I just want everything for her. and That's not going to be good if that happens. Um, but anyways, so just welcome back, everybody. Just thank you guys for listening. I so, so, so appreciate you. Um, so we have Summer House this week, you guys. So fucking excited about Summer House. Oh, my goodness. Ugh, it's just like, it's like, listen, okay, we know that Salt Lake City is ending soon. Okay, like we know what's happening. So it is like a kind of like, it's like a little, it's a little like sad, like because we know it's coming to an end and we don't want it to. But thank God, thank God for Summer House. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy Cohen, for this gift. Because listen, it is sad that Salt Lake City is going to be ending soon. But uh, the joy of having Summer House on for us to be able to deal with the sadness of losing Salt Lake City and possibly losing multiple housewives on Salt Lake City. It sounds like Jenny could be possibly gone. Jen could be possibly gone. And it, I mean, I think Mary is gone. She didn't come to the fucking reunion and you got all this crazy stuff going on with her and her church and just, uh, it seems like a lot that Bravo is not trying to get their hands in. So yeah. So it's a lot, but you know, just very happy to have Summer House. So, um, so this episode, we're going to discuss uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and then we will also get into Summer House as well. So, um, so let's just get right into Salt Lake City, y'all. So, um, I mean, listen, we start right off where we left in the sense we're back onto that goddamn Sprinter van. Um And you have Jenny just sitting there. She's just enjoying the fucking show like the rest of us are. Um, she's just cool and relaxed. The producer was cracking me up because so they finally get, you know, we get, you know, Lisa and Jen are in this argument. You know, they kind of act like they're going to get into something like physical, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if they either one of them really like have it in them, but um the and the producer had to hold back Jen. I think Whitney was trying to hold back Lisa. And Jenny's just kind of like sitting there, like trying to do something, but also just doesn't give two shits <laughs> if they were to rip each other's faces off or not. Um, and the producer, you know, gets Jen over to the other side of the bus and 
you can see like that the producer just like the look on her face is just like, just take a seat. Just take a seat. Like you're not about that life, Jen. Just take a seat. Take a seat. But once we finally do get them kind of a little bit calm, you know, Jen is having like a clear fucking like breakdown. You know what I mean? Like she clearly is just like, you know, it's, it's a lot like with, you know, with the possibility of just losing time with her kids and, you know, with this charge. And so she clearly just has like a complete fucking like breakdown. Um, and, and she's just freaking out because of kind of what people are, you know, questioning is did Mary and or Mayor have a hand in this whole situation? And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Mary had a hand in shit. I think that um, Meredith, I don't think that she had a hand in it, but do I think that that PI gave her quite a bit of information? Oh, 100% I do. Um, so I think that's why she's becoming, because at first maybe she's just like, I don't know if I believe this. I don't know. I don't know what her, her, what her uh, position was. But definitely once she got like indicted, like she was, once she got indicted, Meredith was like, I'm, I can't anymore. So I'm just like, share what you fucking know, lady. Lay it the fuck out there. That's all I'm saying. Tell us what you know, please. So we can all understand. That's all. Just want to understand. That's it. That's my thing. But um, yeah, so I mean, you know, I, Crazily enough, I mean, Jen and Lisa ended up, um, you know, apologizing to each other. I mean, well, kind of apologizing to each other. Um, but really was just like Lisa just being like, like, you can't like do that. Like, I hear where you're like coming from, but it's not my responsibility to, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, listen, this is only going to last so long. Let's be honest. Because Jen is on the brim. She is on the brim, you guys. I mean, listen, they, I mean... Heather called it out. She had that fucking water flask um, that was just clearly just filled with liquor. So it's no wonder that she just fucking popped off and then had an emotional, you know, uh, time and then, you know, burst into tears after getting so fucking hyped about that whole situation on the bus. So, yeah. So it's wild. But they finally make it to fucking Zion. Um I guess they decide to give Jen the best room. I guess I guess that's what you get for bad behavior. Had no idea. Um, maybe I'll try to be on my worst behavior next time I go on a group trip. Um, so I also get the best room. <laughs> Just joking. But the logic is wild, ladies. It is wild. So interesting that that's what we decided to do. Um, So, you know, everybody's in Zion. We finally get there, um, you know, and like I said, Jen gets the best room and, you know, everybody just like needs a drink because that fucking bus ride was a shit show. And so everybody's just trying to drink, um, you know, fucking Jen's still drinking out of her water bottle, AKA, I think there may be tequila in there. Who can say? I don't know. She seems like a tequila lady to me. Um, but, you know, Heather and Whitney are downstairs and they're getting ready. 
and or not getting ready. I'm sorry. They're like, cause they're sharing a room and they're just like, listen, like we just want to be down here by ourselves. Like, that's fine. Like everybody picked a room literally that was not close to Jenny that got there. So Meredith and Mary, since they were the last ones there, <laughs> they got the room that was next to Jen. Everybody's just like, they can deal with her. It's like, they're not going to y'all like <laughs> if that's not clear. They're not going to do anything with her. Like they don't care. <laughs> so away we go. Um, you know, everybody. Um, so then after that, you know, everybody kind of settled, settles in a little bit. And then, um, everybody is meeting by the pool. Um, and it's, you know, everybody's been on the meeting by the pool. Uh, Whitney's talking to her husband on her phone and just kind of showing her boobs in the old FaceTime, you know, giving them the old one, two. And <laughs> then, you know, Heather comes out and I was just like, oh my God, Heather. I thought she looked super gorgeous. I loved that neon wrap with those neon heels. Cute. I just love Heather, you guys. Like, I, I'm never, it's never going to stop. Um. Jen and Jenny finally come down. Jen is wasted. Jen tries to get onto a floaty all like kind of like I feel like kind of sultry and she literally falls into the pool. She falls off the floaty, falls into the pool. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jenny can't swim. Um, she just, you know, is never learned. She does not like the pool. So she decides to like get in and get on one of the little rafts, but like she's on the shallow end and then the raft makes its way towards the deep end. And Jen acts like she's going to fucking push Jenny into the pool. And everybody is like screaming, Jen, no, don't like, she can't swim. She can't swim. I, I really thought that Jen was about to kill Jenny. Like, I, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then at one point, Jen fucking threw her hair extension at Lisa. Her wet hair extension. It was gross. I I felt disgusted by it. I was just like, that's not okay. It's just not okay. <laughs> um. So next, finally, Meredith and Mary show up. Um, I was dying laughing at this part because Heather and Whitney can hear them coming in and they fucking shut the door, lock it, and <laughs> just like try to be just like super quiet. <laughs> but it's like, also, I would have done the same thing. They just knew it was going to be just like so awkward, so awkward for all of them. And it was just like, oh God. They just didn't want to deal with it. And I get it. But of course they fucking find them somehow, some way at it on an, in another, at another door. I don't even know. <laughs> I think it was maybe through like the room. I'm not sure where it was. I, or it was, you know, maybe they were still in the bathroom because I think that they like walked into the room, uh, Meredith and Mary and we're just like, hello. And I think Heather was finally like, yeah, we're in here. <laughs> She's like, oh my goodness, Heather, your soul is too sweet. You honestly, did not have to say a thing. They could have kept looking around. <laughs> so they, of course, tell them about the fight on the bus. And it seemed like Mary really kind of wanted to see that fight. Like she kind of missed it. And um, so then Heather, or not Heather, I'm sorry, Meredith and um, Mary leave, I think, to go find their rooms or whatever. Whitney's spraying her hair with some like hairspray and fucking Heather screams and, <laughs> and Heather's like, I am on the edge, man. I like just, everybody's just like, on, like, like she said, they are on the edge and just any little thing is going to set, it's going to set people off. Like you just don't know what's about to happen. Oh my goodness. 
And then, um, so then after that, you know, they're getting ready. So then after that, they're getting ready um, because Whitney has uh, planned this kind of like spiritual evening for them. And so she's trying to get everybody out of the house because it was at like a certain time. And I guess Meredith and Mary decided to show up just a few minutes before that time. So Whitney like happens to see Lisa like in the hallway and she's like, if you see anybody, just grab them and go to the bus. Like I'm going to go ahead and get like who I can. And Jen is wasted. Fucking Whitney has to like help her get dressed. <laughs> they finally get Jen onto the bus. And then, um, Whitney finds Meredith and tells her like, literally just wear what you have on right now. Like we have to go and like, we'll come back and they're trying to find like Mary. They can't. And so they just like leave. <laughs> and so they just leave um, Mary behind, which honestly, Mary, why did you even come? Why did you even come? Because like, I'm sure that you all knew exactly what was on the agenda. So just like, why even come? Why? Like you did, clearly did not want to go at all. You fucking stalled. You were late as fuck. And then when you got there, you were just a complete ass about what Whitney had planned. Like, just a complete ass. I don't know. I mean, so, anyways, the ladies get to the fucking, uh, get to this uh, labyrinth, basically, is what it is. And um, I can't remember what the lady's name, or the lady that they met there. I can't remember what... Can't remember what her name is, um, but you know she meets them there, and they basically you know end up doing this like labyrinth uh, walk, like a spiritual walk to let go of you know what they're coming in with to be able to leave lighter. You know, one of those spiritual walks. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, just your classic spiritual walk. Um, but I swear to God, when fucking Lisa was on that damn uh, <laughs> on that damn labyrinth, she looked like she was walking the goddamn runway you guys like she really did it was a like that runway i mean that labyrinth was a runway for lisa for sure and what's even funnier to me okay just to go back to the whole lisa of it, or not lisa i'm sorry the whole mary of it all um i'm sorry i can't get anybody's fucking name right today so just bear with me everybody if i say the wrong name like y'all know who the fuck i'm talking about okay um but anyway so uh what i was just saying is that it was very interesting to me because it seemed like everybody knew that mary was going to be super weird about it so why the fuck did anybody invite her why did anybody have mary go because they knew that she was just going to be like a fun sucker just a fun sucker. And also, I thought it was strange. Mary was standing on a rock. She didn't want to stand in the dirt. <laughs> she was standing on a rock, you guys, because her fucking dumbass is wearing Louis Vuittons to a fucking, or Louis Vuittons. Sorry, what did I say? Batons? Batons. Anyways, Louis Vuitton. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, Louis. Okay. She's wearing Louis, red bottoms out to a goddamn desert. Why? Why? I mean, for God's sakes, Whitney went fucking barefoot. I would not ever do that ever in life, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying in contrast. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it seemed like everybody had a very nice time at the, um, at the labyrinth. It seemed like that was a, it was a nice thing that everybody, I mean, how could you not, you know what I mean? Just have some inward thinking time and just kind of take some moments and just kind of really doing meditation, if you will. So I'm sure everybody had a great, great time, but then came the dinner, everybody, <laughs> the fucking, 
dinner. And it sounded like Heather, Heather really enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed the labyrinth. But anyways, back to the dinner. So everybody gets seated and the host comes out or waiter. I'm not sure what exactly she was, but But um, she asked them, you know, what they wanted to drink, you know, basically. But once they started giving, once these ladies started giving their drink orders, it really seemed like she was annoyed by the drink orders. Like, it was just like, she's just like, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. You want a vodka soda with lime? And then you want a rosé? Like, I don't know. It just seemed like she was just very um, annoyed by it. Um. Uh, so Meredith goes and changes. She comes back down and then we really get into the dinner. So I think Whitney starts it off by doing like a very nice toast. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, does a very nice toast. And then, and then it, we get into, uh, basically her asking like Meredith why she wasn't on the bus. And, you know, listen, Meredith's excuses about why she wasn't on the bus, it makes no sense because she basically was like, well, Seth had a doctor's appointment, but it doesn't matter. Even if his doctor's appointment was tomorrow, I would have came at the same time. So then just be honest. You did not want to ride with them. That's it. I don't know why we're, I don't know why we're afraid to say it exactly. You have clearly told Jen Ma over and over and over again, you do not like, you do not want to be friends with her. So whose feelings are you, are you hurting by just being honest and just saying, I don't want to ride with Jen? Or is it, it sounded like, okay, because then they finally get it kind of out of her a little bit because then she says that, you know, there was some hostility between Lisa as well. And so it's like, so, you know, she didn't want to, she did not want to ride in that bus with Jen and Lisa. That's what it comes down to. And she doesn't want anybody questioning her about what she knows about Jen. And it's like, well, then you're, I shouldn't have told anybody that you fucking hired a PI and not to think that people are going to have some questions for you. Hello. Just saying. Just, it it makes no sense. And I just truly do not understand why Mary is like such a bitch to Whitney. Like what the fuck happened during the season? I know that there was some like tweets and like posts and stuff like that, which I feel like were more towards when the beginning of when the, Um, when the season first began, I feel like that was happening that, you know, Mary was posting stuff saying that Whitney was like a racist and all this stuff. But I don't believe that she was posting any of that kind of stuff before the season started, you know, like when they were filming and stuff. Like, so I, I just, I don't know where the, why she's so fucking annoyed with Whitney besides the fact that she did not answer her phone call because she was driving with her kids in the car. I, I just, it makes no sense. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just very confused about it because she's just such a dick to her, such a dick. Um, but I mean, this dinner is, is wild. The dinner is wild. Jen is drunk, is drunk inside because Jen like leaves the table because they're kind of just all talking about her and not at, and not, and not, like to her. And so, so Jen just leaves the table, which I thought was a great idea because it seemed like she was just trying to leave the situation before she got super pissed. So I was actually really proud of her. And then, but then, you know, that, that changed. But anyways, so Jen's inside trying to help the cook. And then 
you know, and then you have Whitney outside fucking losing it because she's just like, do you not understand like that what you're doing, Meredith, is the same thing as what Mary, what Mary is doing to me. And yet you're being best friends with Mary. And so, and I, I don't know, like, I didn't understand that whole comparison, Whitney, but I kind of like get what you're saying. Like, I mean, it's weird that Meredith is on Mary's, like, is like an ally with Mary, like I, of Mary's, I should say, like, it's weird. And I don't understand how it became so strong, so strong, so quickly. I think because they realized that their, you know, their common friend, Lisa, I think that's what bonded them. I think is because they realized kind of what Lisa has been doing this season and they have clearly bonded over it. And also their hatred for Jen, you know, it just brought them closer. That's the only thing I can think of. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, and I, and I mean, listen, I mean, so I, like, I, I hear where Whitney is kind of coming from. And so I, I feel like Meredith aligning herself with Mary is, is causing everyone to question like her integrity. Like in the sense of like, like you must know more about this, like PI, like, and you must have like did something with Jen. Like, it's too weird that you weren't there both times. Like, I don't know. It just seems like if you align yourself with like a liar and a, you know, and a, uh, you know, conniving type of like person, I feel like that Mary is, um, you know, it's hard not to say, do you have those same tendencies? That's all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, but Jen is is still drinking, unfortunately. Um, I think she brings the drink out to the table now that she's done with you know helping helping to cook in the inside. Um, <laughs> so and it was interesting. <laughs> it was funny that Whitney at one point said, Why are we all here if no one is friends? At one point, Whitney said, why are we all here if no one is friends? And it's like, sweetie, you all are here because you're getting paid. But that's neither here nor there. I understand what you're trying to do for the show. And, but that's a crazy fucking question to throw out there, okay? Uh, <laughs> and then finally, out of the fucking blue, Jen just asked it. She just asked Meredith, did you hire a PI? And, and basically, you know, <laughs> Meredith's like breaks it down because uh, you know Meredith is she has her facts that's for sure but she basically says to Jen no did I hire a PI for, for you specifically no did I hire a PI to find out what was who was going after my family yes did the PI say that it was more um, most likely you yes I was like damn and then Jen starts going after Jenny saying why did you tell me that why did you tell me that and Instead of being like, instead of being like, your PI is wrong, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She goes after Jenny. It was so weird. Like that whole situation just somehow, somehow turned on Jenny. And I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but Jen was missing two nails, you guys. Two nails. And all I could think is, is that those nails must be like, I can't imagine losing nails like that. And I mean, if they were actually like acrylics. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't imagine. Like, what were you doing to lose acrylic nails like that? There's no way. I don't think that's what happened. I think that they are either like uh, glued on or like a press on situation. 
you girls, girls out there, y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So just remember. Just take out the just remember. I mean, and then honestly, you guys, that's when the whole fucking argument just like fucking it fucking went from there. Because, I mean, at one point, Meredith said to Jen, you have no idea what I know. <laughs> I mean, Jen gets up, gets in Meredith's face. I mean, and I love that Meredith is just, like, so, like, composed. But, like, she clearly, like, knows how to fucking, like, argue. I mean, and that bitch will dis disengage in, in no time. But I like that she she held her own there for a little bit and then disengaged and then left, but then came back, but then left again. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This fucking Zion trip is about to be wild. Wild. Cannot wait. Because the next episode, it looks like fucking, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Lisa and Meredith actually kind of get into it a little bit. So excited for that, you guys. Really excited for that. And um, I don't know if anybody is watching Watch What Happens Live, but I mean, so my DVR just like recorded it. And uh, there was this kid on there. Like his name was, I think Lucas, Lucas Gage. I don't know who he is. I'd never heard of him before, but I, I started following him almost immediately. You guys, when he uh, watched all of the real housewives, I think he said, I think it was Orange County, New York, Salt Lake city. And I want to say maybe Beverly Hills. He watched it during uh, the quarantine, watched every single episode, start from finish, from start to finish. And, I was just, I was in shock of his knowledge. And I was just like, this man's amazing. And he was on there with Heather. And I was just, uh, I was here for it. That's all. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I was just here for it, guys. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So just excited about Salt Lake. But, um, you know, pause here if you'd like. I'm going to hop into uh, Summer House next. So, you know, listen, or take me with you to wherever your, whatever your next task is. Or, you know, if you're driving in the car or, you know, just keep on pressing play. <laughs> or let it just keep on rolling through. Maybe not press play because you should already be playing it. Anyways, you guys. <laughs> Let's get into Summer House. Yes. Okay. Now, there's one thing that I had an issue with. Okay. It was during the preview or the, I think it was like the, like what, you know, this season, basically. Um, I think it was uh, Paige saying to Sierra, you know, if anybody doesn't find you gorgeous, then they need a lobotomy. They need a lobotomy. And what I, and then Sierra says, What's a lobotomy? Now, you guys, if you've been watching Summer House as long as I have, we know that Sierra was a nurse coming. If you watch Summer House as much as I have, then we know, you guys, that Sierra was a model and also nurse. Okay? So during COVID, she was nursing it up. And what I find confusing is if you are a nurse, you know what a lobotomy is. So what the fuck is happening? Anybody? <laughs> I was very, I was very flummoxed by that. I'm not going to lie. Um, they have a new house this season, you guys. Also, they are in the actual Hamptons this time. Whoop, whoop. 
Hamptons. And I don't know, maybe they were in the Hamptons last year also, but because they had to stay in the house the whole time, that maybe it just didn't seem like it was the Hamptons. Because I know like in previous seasons, they weren't staying, like they were in the Hamptons season one. And then I think it was like season two and three. I don't think that they were in the Hamptons anymore. I think they're in Montauk or something like that. Like one of those like outskirt places of the Hamptons. Anyways. So, you know, just happy that we're back in the Hamptons. Ooh, feel very like bougie, but yet ratchet. And I love it. Um, Carl is six months sober at this point, at this juncture, but um, he was on Watch What Happens Live and it sounds like he's almost sober a year now. So bravo to Carl. I am super, super proud of him. I love seeing the growth that he has gone through and, um, you know, and just really taking care of himself. And I love that he, and I hope that he will stick with his routines at Summer House and doing his meditations and his workouts and, you know, just being able to keep his routine going. So, you know, I just love Carl. I'm, I'm really happy for him. I've just been rooting for him. So, and I love, he said it's Carl 6.0 Pro Max. <laughs> so let's get it, Carl 6.0. Gang, gang. Um, also, okay, the amount of people that were there, I was a little like holy shit this is a lot of people like i feel like it's a lot more than what we are used to but also great because we do need more people i mean for god's sakes carl and amanda are getting married um i mean we know they get married but it seems like it's going to be a rough road to getting there for sure so away we go um also i did not realize that at this point in time in the show also um that Craig and Paige were adulting, dating. You know I mean? They weren't, um, they're still seeing other people. Like they weren't exclusive or anything like that. But um, she started um, dating Craig at this point in time. Just so excited for them. I just love those two. They're just so adorable, you guys. I just love Paige and Craig, little Craigies. Oh my goodness. But oh dear, like poor, poor Andre. He, or Andrea, I'm sorry. He definitely is a super fucking like romantic. And oh my goodness, I just felt for him because he was like, you know, like it sounded like they were like really like dating, like seeing each other pretty consistently for about like a week and a half, it sounds like. And then he kind of like realized like, this is something that I want to, you know, you know, really like do like long-term um, and be committed. And then it sounds like that was when Paige kind of stopped hitting him up a little bit. So I was like, oh dear. Dear, 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 Andre. But unfortunately, Andre, you are just not the match for Paige. You just have to find somebody else that is a match for you, sir. So onward and upward. <laughs> and I mean, listen, Kyle and Amanda, I mean, we knew this, but even before the um, antics of the evening, we we could see there we are, we're on shaky ground going into this fucking house. So, yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, just very shaky ground. So, everybody goes out to dinner. First night. First night, din-din. Um, listen, I, before I even get to the dinner, number one, I'm not a fan of the new people, really. I'll tell you that right now. They don't even need to be on the show, if I'm being honest. Um, and we know that Luke is coming eventually. So, hopefully this Alex guy will not be there. Um, 
And is there somebody else that's coming to the house girl wise? I don't think so. So I guess Maya will probably be here with us for the rest of the season, possibly unclear, but so far she's not bringing me a lot except for, I feel like slightly snarky, sarcastic attitude, um, which just may be her way of how she deals with being nervous. So, you know, it's the first episode, so we'll see what happens, but that is what I'm getting right now. <laughs> so anyways, back to the dinner. So Maya asks everybody at the dinner, basically like kind of wants to know like what their status is relationship wise, because she just got out of a five-year engagement. And, um, it sounds like that just ended like six months before she went to this house. Um, and you know, so everybody's kind of going around and saying like where they're at. Of course, Amanda has like some sort of like weird, energy about it because she's like, that's two years shy of what, what are, um, how long we've been engaged. <laughs> it's like, listen, sweetheart, you probably would have been fucking married a year ago, but then COVID hit. And also, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And to be honest, it sounds like y'all needed to go through some stuff before you got married in the first place. So, <laughs> Ooh, doggy. Uh, but then we get to like Lindsay and off the jump, she was fucking defensive. She's like, I'm dating. It's like, oogie doogie. <laughs> and then she just gets very defensive. And Carl's just like, Lindsay, like, come on. She's like, what? I'm dating. Yeah. That's what happens. You see people casually. It's just like, she's like, why is everybody just coming for me? It's like, nobody's coming for you, Lindsay. <laughs> nobody is. I promise you nobody is. Oh, my goodness. But then um, Lindsay, or not Lindsay, I'm sorry, Danielle kind of drops the bomb on her confessional and saying that if everybody knew what Lindsay was going through, then they would understand. Now, later on in the episode, we find out what she's meaning behind that. Um, at the time, I was like, spill the beans, Danielle, but glad that she didn't because this was something that I think Lindsay needed to divide, divulge on her own, clearly. Um, and so she then tells, you know, confides in Carl to, you know, telling him that she ended up finding out that she was pregnant. And then literally the next day after finding out that she was pregnant, she then ended up having a miscarriage. And then the following day ended up in the hospital. So just three days of like a straight whirlwind. And um, it sounds like um, Jason, the guy that she was dating, um, they, uh, it was, it was his baby. Um, so it just sounds like that was just, you know, a bit of, you know, rough stuff to go through with dating and, you know, and Lindsay even said like, as much as, you know, she would have had that baby, um, I think maybe it showed her to realize that maybe that was not the person that she wants to have, the, to have a baby with. So, um, but really proud of her for talking about it. Um, I'm sure that that was not easy. Um, and you know, and it wasn't an easy thing to deal with at the time either. So just really proud of her. She's a super strong gal. I mean, as, as crazy as Lindsay can fucking be, like she is a strong fucking woman. That is one thing you cannot take away from Lindsay whatsoever. She's independent as fucking hell. She is a strong fucking woman and she knows what she wants. And she is, you know, just a good time gal at the end of the day. But, um, so just, you know, yeah, just love that she, she opened up about that. Okay. On to some lighter things, guys. Um, everybody gets home from the barks. Everybody went out dancing and stuff. Cause this is before, um, 
uh, Omarion hit or Omnicron, whatever people are calling it these days. Um, <laughs> so they are out at a club. And so finally, so everybody kind of comes home, like kind of, I think it was like Carl and maybe like Maya and Danielle, maybe something like that came home. And then it was like Lindsay and Alex and somebody else, like everybody was just kind of struggling in by themselves. And then we get, uh, you know, so everybody comes home except for Kyle. <laughs> so of course, Amanda starts freaking out and she's just like, he's out by himself and the bigger yikes about the situation is that we got a call counter, everybody. We have a call counter. Amanda called him 27 times. Now, listen, have I been there where, you know, with an, I had an ex that he was very much into drinking. And once he started, he was not stopping. And many times there were times where I was blowing up his fucking phone, trying to figure out where he was to make sure that he wasn't in jail or on the side of the road somewhere or cheating. You know, those are the, those are the, the trifecta. <laughs> so I totally get it. But also all I can say is also though, that if you are ever in a position where you feel like you have to call your significant other that many fucking times and you do not get a response, get the fuck out. Get out now. Because there, it is not okay that they are putting you in a position to where you have to worry like that to almost then feel crazy because you are blowing them up and then it's going to get turned around on you that you called them 27 times because now you're the crazy one but yet all you're doing is worrying for them it is a crazy gaslighting fucked off situation so i definitely was on Paige and sierra's side when they were just like like you know, they, she can, you can call off the wedding girl, call it off. I mean, listen, they already, I mean, we know they go through it, go through with it. And all I can, all I can hope is, is that like, fuck Kyle, like just change your ways, please. But also Amanda, trust him because listen, you can't be with him 24 seven and he needs to be able to do what he wants to do. That's the other side of the coin here as well. As much as it's fucked off that they are worrying you so much and not answering your phone, also, you should never be put in a position where you are that, you should never be that worried about what your significant other is doing. You should be able to trust them to be able to get home safely, to not cheat on you, and, you know, get home safely. Like, just do, just do right. So, like I said, I agree with Paige and Sierra. Like, like, listen, girl, like, you don't have to get married. Like, shut this down. If I would have, if my friend would have told me some shit like that, I'd been like, no, like, this is not good for you. This is toxic A the fuck F. And it is. And the fact that Kyle has signed a contract that basically says that if fucking Amanda calls off the wedding, then he is financially liable for the wedding. That's wild. That's wild that you felt like that was necessary. Oh, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. Um, 
but oh my goodness i mean and so we find out because i for whatever reason my dvr is recording watch what happens live so i watch 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 what happens live after summer house also and so kyle and um carl were on there and kyle did say that the contract was amanda's idea so his parents her parents were not involved with it but i think that she just needed to make him like aware of like maybe how serious it was i don't know but it's weird it's weird that that's how it's weird that that is how you what you have to do but also a way for him to understand like it's ugh i don't like it i do not like it okay anyways back to the show um so the next morning um well okay sorry before we even get to the next morning Kyle finally does show up home um he doesn't see his luggage outside he goes into their room and sees that there's three people in his bed and it was i was dying laughing as he was like peering around the corner like trying to see like what the fuck was going on because he's like what the fuck uh, but because there's Paige, sierra and amanda are all sleeping in amanda and kyle's bed and so they just pretend like they're asleep when he comes into the room when he leaves they all run away so amanda goes into a spare bedroom kyle go or not kyle i'm sorry um Paige and sierra go back up to their room how kyle or how kyle did not hear them blew, blew my mind but also you know he's still drunk so <laughs> what can he do um so then everybody's starting to like wake up carl is going to go do his um you know meditation and um workout in the morning um that alex kid he gets up and fucking has uh, made two pounds of fucking um turkey in the fucking morning or or made or, or made one pound and then made the other pound when he got back from his workout i don't know but i was in shock and i love that the editors pointed out that it was a two pound package of turkey ah <laughs> uh, so good so good um but he was just like the the it was interesting because like the producers tried to get like information out of him they were just like why do you need to eat that he's like well be to live we all need protein it's just like yeah but like who do you ever see eating fucking two pounds of protein you don't so <laughs> or just like not even two pounds of protein but just eating two pounds of just turkey meat just like that in the morning like that i i, I haven't personally Oh my goodness. But then, okay. What annoyed me though, kind of was fucking Amanda when she like gets up and she goes into the bedroom, she lays on the bed next to like Kyle, but doesn't like lay down. Like she like leans for it because she clearly is like trying to wake him up. And I'm just like, Oh my God, if you are pissed, like leave him alone and let him come to you, girl. Like you are not doing yourself any goddamn favors. Like this man should be coming to you. Not to, not you coming to him. No, 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 no that's not how we're playing this mm -mm. no 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 thank you uh, so <laughs> so that annoyed the shit out of me but i mean and because of course that's what exactly happened is what is exactly what i knew was going to happen they just get into a fucking argument they just get into an argument because he's still like fucking drunk and half asleep and amanda is still in a rage and feeling just like helpless because she didn't know where you were because you didn't answer the phone so she was freaking out and just like a fucking she's just a whole ball of nerves so it's just like this conversation isn't going to help anyone 
right now. And it didn't. It just ended up in a whole fuck off. And fucking Kyle at one point just saying, I had fun. <laughs> That's all he wants, Amanda. He just wants to have fun. That's it. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's wild. It's wild. But I'm like, listen, the the season looks great, you guys. And I can't wait for it. I really loved seeing Carl and Kyle on uh, Watch What Happened Live. I loved watching Andy question Kyle about the contract. Um, just really grilling him. I just love me some Andy. I love him. Oh, goodness. So, listen, we know Salt Lake is going to be ending soon. But like I said, thank God for Summer House. Thank God for Summer House. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. All right, guys. Well, that's basically all I have to talk about today. So I hope you all have a marvelous, marvelous week. You guys just continue just kicking 2022's ass. Okay. So everybody just keep it up. Um, and I just hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful week. And just thank you guys so much again, just for listening to this podcast. I, if you've been listening from the jump, um, like I said, from the jump, I will never stop saying thank you. So it means the world to me. So just thank you so much for just supporting this little baby podcast and just being on this um, interesting adventure with me. So yeah, just thanks everybody. I super appreciate it. All right. Well, this has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks guys.